podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi everybody, it's Chris here from the Gallagate Shots YouTube channel. Just to let you know, as always, this podcast is now part of the 90 Minute Football Network and proudly sponsored by www.pt-4-u.co.uk. Enjoy the episode. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Gallagher Shots podcast for another match preview. Boys, I'm going to start, before I introduce all of you tonight, I'm going to start by, can you all just give me a massive well done and a round of applause for last week's prediction? No. I'll give you that. (laughs) The only one that was confident enough to go for a Newcastle United win, Chris Woodgoal. Thank you very much. Ah, you, got a, you got a pretty nail done, didn't you? I did. Did you on as well? Uh, no, mate. I did not. I did not. Um, as people can say, I'm joined by Scott, Harry and Ian once again. Boys, how are all of you doing? Start with you, Scott. I am good. It's, uh, I've had a week off work, so even better. Um, yeah. And, mate, Short to, week, to, so make, take advantage to the of the mix. To add to the mix, do you want to tell oh, yes. people about your recent trip to Wembley? Yeah, so um, if people don't know, I do the Football Manager videos uh, on the channel. And um, this week we went to the FA Cup final and uh, we played Man City. And uh, yeah, we uh, we came away with the silverware, spoiler alert. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, I wasn't expecting it, especially when we go 1-0 down straight away. I was like, yeah, we're gone. Because Man-, Man City on that game can just run through you like a steam train. But uh, no, we tweaked the tactics and it seemed to pay off. And the late injury to Callum Wilson as well keeps him out of the starting eleven. Keeps him out of the squad. Yes. Never mind the starting eleven. Um, but four weeks. You got there, mate. You got there in the end. Um, but plenty more to come. You can yeah. see Scott's videos on the Football Manager series, which is available on the playlist now. Um, Ian, how are you doing, mate? I am great. I've just put me out of office on until the twenty fifth of April, so I am absolutely buzzing. As you can see, Ian is still living in his. Um, Adolescent years prior to, to hitting <laughs> puberty. And this, this is his bedroom. This is the Ben's bedroom, not my bedroom. I don't have a box of wrestlers just over my right shoulder there. <laughs> Mine are above my wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. Harry Wright, how are you, fella? I'm all right. Thank you very much, Chris. How are you? I'm canny, mate. I'm canny. I, I, I can't think of anything to insult you about. Uh, so, <laughs> the fact <laughs> he hasn't seen Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Oh, yes, oh, he has not seen the original Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, which is absolutely mind-blowing. Um, but let's get straight into the match preview. Um, Scott, I'm going to come straight to you, mate. Um, it's Leicester on Sunday there. Uh, and they have just played... Uh, in the Europa League there tonight, as we've uh, recorded just full time, just over an hour ago, I think it was. Uh, they come away with a 2 1 victory made against PSV. Um, I know that this is a question which we always do when, once we play a team that's just been playing in Europe. It's not that much of a trip ahead to over across to, to the Netherlands there, mate. But do you think that works to our advantage slightly, or is it a case now where you're thinking it's modern day football, it's not that much of a trip? Um, 
it, it's a it's a tough one. Leicester have got quite a nice squad, so I think they can afford to play a strong side tonight. And I think they did looking at the lineup, um, and then maybe play a few of the youngsters against us if needs be. But like you said, I mean, what? It's an hour and twenty minutes, and that's to get a Newcastle from Amsterdam. So I mean, to get from Eindhoven to Leicester, I can't imagine is much more, if more at all. So I was thinking about this. I don't know if they would have flew back tonight. I would have imagined it'll be tomorrow morning. So if you're thinking about training-wise, they're probably only going to have tomorrow afternoon and then Saturday, if that. Um, mm. I doubt they'll get much in on Sunday before the match. So in terms of match preparation, it could work in our favour. Um, I would have imagined Brendan Rodgers is going all out for this uh, Europa Conference League because their league performance at the moment, although they've got a few games in hand and they could still turn it around, they're sitting in ninth and there's a big gap between them and Wolves. So... Maybe they've, they've thought, you know what, we're safe in the Premier League. Let's just put all of our ducks in one basket and let's go for this uh, Let's go for this European Cup. Yeah, I think it's coming to that point in the season, Ian, uh, where a lot of players will go into holiday mode now. Um, you, you see it every single season when, and, and like Scott's just mentioned there, a big gap between the jump up to Wolves and obviously they're not going to get dragged in any sort of relegation battle anytime soon. So all that's left to play for really is the amount of money which they make off the Premier League standings and where they finish really, apart from obviously being in the Europa League there, mate. Um, is it a good time to play Leicester now? Like Scott's get it, it's, it's, it's a bit up and down with, with their results and fixtures. Is it a good time to play them? Well, I, was, I was looking just before we came on because I thought by Leicester standards they've had a fairly poor season compared to how they've done in recent Um I think they went through a, a sort of, I think it was, the, say, the first third of the season where they went through a little blip. Um, looking at the results that they've actually had, I think they've only lost one in the last six. Um, and I mean, I was going to say they've played some big teams, but man, you aren't really a big team anymore. Um, they've played teams sort of in and around where we are. And then I think Arsenal, I think Arsenal they might have lost. Um, but yeah, coming back sort of from, from Europe, I think you've seen as when sort of we were in Europe and the, the likes of Stoke and Fulham going back all those years, teams that play in Europe on a Thursday usually don't do as well uh, mm. in the league. Um, so again, like you say, the, the trip's not not really long, so you're not getting sort of a lot of like jet lag or whatever it is. They've got quite a decent squad anyway. Um, I think I agree with Scott. It's just a case of sort of the, the game prep. You're looking at mm. maybe he's getting one session in. So, but... With that being said, um, I think it'll be very much like the Villa game where we'll be up for it on Sunday. And I think I would, wouldn't say it was an upset, but I could see we're sneaking three points. Yeah. So to move on about our side, Harry, and to focus on Newcastle United, can you see any changes come Sunday from the starting lineup that we saw last weekend? Um, apart from Ryan Fraser, I don't think so. Mm. I think obviously Ryan Fraser is a given. Um, who would do you like to see up please? Yeah, Ryan I was going to say, I mean, do you start on or Murphy? I feel like Murphy gives you a little bit more kind of both ways. I mean, Almiron, don't get us wrong, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth all game, but he's very weak. I feel like Murphy can do quite a good job dropping in back in the defence and I feel like there's quite a good shape there. Um, bringing Almiron, for me, I think he, he, he had a good spell. It would be... The way Howe says, really, if you're coming to the squad and you perform, then you've got your place. So you don't want to see him break that. I mean, start Almiron, give him that other chance um, from what we saw of him uh, against Wolves. Um, 
he was good. He was good. Uh, mm-hmm. I was worried when he came on. I think quite a lot of people were saying Murphy should be coming on instead. Yeah. Um, but when Amiron came on, it started off a bit slow uh, in kind of loose passes and things like that. But he grew in confidence. And, and yeah, so Amiron starts. And I think that will keep your squad exactly the same, to be honest. Yeah. Are you under the same thoughts, Scott? I am. Um, I thought Miggy did really well um, at the weekend. Um, he certainly wasn't a three. Uh, from some scores I've seen from from other places, um, he linked up really well with Bruno, and not just for that, not, not just for the disallowed goal. I thought throughout the night, him and Bruno were passing it back and forth to each other. He was mm. making runs. Bruno feeds on men in front of him, making those runs, and and Mickey was getting there. I do feel Jacob Murphy gives you a better quality of delivery when it comes to balls into the box, and he's more of a winger. Where I think Miggy is more of a number 10 role who just happens to be able to play either side as well. But I, I, I do think how reserves Murphy to swap for St. Maximum. Whenever St. Maximum needs to come off, that's when you see Murphy come on. I think in the last game, I think Murphy was sitting on the sideline for about five, 10 minutes trying to get on. And the ball just didn't go out of play for him. Um, so he didn't get as much of a run out. In terms of anyone else, I can't, unless there's any like injuries that we don't know of or any fatigue or any illness, I would go as is. Um, I think mm. Leicester are quite a similar side to Wolves and the, the fact that we talked last week that they kind of go under the radar. You're expecting them to be doing well and then when you actually check the table and look, they either are or they're not far off it. Um, and given the game that they've just had tonight, I think we should just go all for it. Yeah, I, I'm in agreement. Um, I, I said this a few weeks ago, but I actually said it just before the Spurs game that I, I'm, I'm pretty confident with the defence and, and the setup of the squad at the moment and how well we can play against any single team and obviously we went on an absolute hiding of Spurs which to, to me and I'm not sure if you agree with this Ian, do you think that was just a, a bit of a blip that result against Spurs? Yeah I think so um, I was saying the last, I think it was the last match preview um, sort of come back from international break it's it's you can never never guess because was he Teams that have momentum going into it, it stops their momentum. Teams mm. that um, are on a bit of a blip, um, it, it gives them a chance to go away and work on things. So, first game back after international break, you can never really call. Um, and for all Spurs aren't on a, a massive power in the league, they are still a good side. They've got really good world class players, um, and I think that I think they're pushing for fourth anyway. So. Like I say, we just we dusted ourselves down really, um, really well, and went went in the wolves. And right, the Steve, <laughs> I say it every week, don't I? Um, I thought you were on about me, Dad. There, I was like, is he fucking heading? Um, but no, I thought I thought the intensity were, for all wolves weren't great. I think the intensity that were pressed in the first half were controlled the game. It was just a case of. If if I wanted to pick sort of pick holes, just trying to create a couple of more chances, but I think we thought we did very very well against Wolves. To be honest, are you hoping to see more of the same? Definitely. Um, I think Leicester, with the way that they play, um, I think they could probably hurt you a little bit more um, if you if you lose focus, um, especially sort of the the full backs because um, I know they I think they play with the wing backs so they can get forward. Um, I think they've got a little bit more quality than Wolves, just regardless of the the, um, the league positions. So, and we all know how good of a player Tielemans is if he turns up. Yeah, remarkable player. I'd I think be very very shocked to still see him at Leicester next season. 
I think he he had a really. I think it was his possibly his first game back from injury uh, in the reverse fixture, and I think he, he had an absolutely mint game. Um, and then James Madison as well. For all, he was a cheat, um, and the, he's he's a quality player as well. So they do have players that can hurt you. But I think it'll be another sort of very well drilled um, defensive display again. Yeah, we'll, we'll go straight into the match predictions. I'll, I'll come to you, Harry. Are you expecting a, a, a solid Newcastle similar to what we've seen probably since January, the turn of the, the new players coming in? Or do you think this is going to be one where you're thinking maybe this is a bit too much? I don't think it is too much. I um, I think, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but I don't feel Leicester have a, a real physical presence up front. Obviously, they can have Vardy, who's a bit aggressive, but I don't feel like they've got a a physical enough presence to battle against Burn and Shaw. So I feel like we'll be solid. I think we will be solid. I can't see us getting out of position. The only time I can really see them being a threat is um, on the counter-attack because they've got a lot of pace behind them. And that's really about it. And then obviously you've got Madison, who's a, a great passer of the ball. Um, but in terms of Newcastle, I think, yeah, we've, we've showed we're solid against Wolves. It wasn't a fantastic display, I don't think. But we were solid and, and we kept the shape and we knew what the game plan was and we stuck to it. If we do that against Leicester, I think we will get a three point, uh, three yeah. points on the game. It's going to be another one of those games, Harry, where if if Newcastle's midfield have a, a great game, which we've seen so many times this season, no matter which trio it is playing in there, that if you control that midfield area, then you're destined to, to control the game and, and get at least something out of a game. Yeah. Um, but I suppose what I said there as well, I think their midfield is a very good midfield. Yeah. So it'll be a good battle between the... I think they play three in midfield sometimes as well. So it'll be a good battle in the midfield. Um, I don't think they've got um, Indeedy. I don't know if I'm wrong on that one. I don't know if they've got Indeedy, but he's could cause problems because he is strong and he is the likely person to kind of get control of the ball and, and move it on and then Madison and Tillemans who, who take mm. the ball forward. But... If we can stay solid, yeah, like I said, three points definitely. Give us a prediction. No mind three points, give us a prediction. Um if we give Chris Wood support, it'll be two nil. What what is support for Chris Wood? What we've not been doing since he signed. You just need to get people around him and it winds me up and I said about it last uh two weeks ago, it just really, really gets on me tits, to be honest. Um like Maxi, fantastic with how I just come in a little bit. I think that's what Almiron will give you if he starts. He will get behind the striker. Yes, it leaves you a bit open on the side that um, on the right side if that's where he's going to be playing. Um, but you, if you get to one behind, we'll, we'll win two one uh, two nil. Sorry, it, it's I'll come to you, um, Scott. A little bit worrying if, if we're going to be if Almiron's going to obviously try and tuck in behind um, Chris Wood, especially when you've got Maxi on the field as well. If we're vulnerable and worried about the counter attack. You need Almiron to do that defensive work. You need Saint to do that defensive work as well. Um, but that's probably what you get the most out of Almiron, that, that work rate coming back to try and win the ball back. You do. And, and the nice thing about Almiron is if he is caught out of position, he's got the pace to get back as well. Um, I think he's, he's sometimes he's too fast for his own good when he's got the ball. But yeah. it works in his favour when he doesn't have the ball because he can get back to wherever he needs to be. And you often see him kind of bombing past the player with the ball to get kind of back in that position or to get behind the, the left back. Just a tuck inside, isn't it? Just to cover, yeah. Just a tuck inside, just to provide that extra man because then the, the player with the ball just thinks, whoa, where's he come from? Right now I've got two players to take on. I'm going to pass it because I'm not going to make that run past two of them. So it, it kind of puts a bit of doubt in the player's mind. So 
Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see, um, you know, more support for Wood myself. And I, and I think really for, for Wood, that comes more for balls in the box, crosses in the box. He needs he needs service. Like, we haven't given him service really um, since he's got here. And I know Trippier was kind of the one who was like, well, I can put the ball in the box. It's like, that's great, but mm. he's not fit yet. Well, well, I don't know. He might he might be on the bench. We don't know. Like he's, he's I think they're aiming for the so... Norwich game. I think that's yeah. what the game they're aiming for. Okay. Norwich game. Cool. Um, but yeah, I think one thing, one one area we do have to be careful is, is that centre midfield because they could play through us like we're not there. Um, they have, like I said, Tillemans. Um, and Didi is injured and so is Vardy. So that goes for us. Um, and I think Vardy's out for quite a while as well from what I remember. It's quite a bad injury. Um so in terms of pace up front, I think Burn and Cher will be absolutely fine. Um dealing with is it I can't remember the name of the Nacho. Daka, that's it. Oh, I don't mind. Oh, Ian Acho as well. Yeah, yeah. Got him as well. Yeah. Apparently Jose Perez has played a minute or something like that of Premier League football this season as well. He came out tonight against us. I think Harvey Bonds picked up an injury. And Harvey Bonds picked up a knock tonight and Perez came on for him. Um so you'll probably start on Sunday and score. Give it some and <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> give us score prediction, then, Scott. Uh, I think two-one to Newcastle. Okay. Uh, I think um, I think we'll see Joel Linton get on the scoreline. That's how bold I'm being with my prediction. Okay. I think he'll. Uh, it's not bold anymore. And then maybe then maybe he's down <laughs> burn from it from another corner. I think we'll break him on set set pieces. Okay. Um, yeah. Two-one. Ian, what are you going for? Um. I'm also going 2-1. Um, just touching, actually, with, with Scott saying there on set pieces, I'm sure it's Leicester have conceded the most from set pieces. And I'm fairly certain I've seen a stat on Friday. Was it Friday? Yeah, on Clay Bowls. I think something like 40% of our goals have come from set pieces We've this season. A lot of goals so, from set pieces, yeah. Um, I would like I would like to see a lot more crosses in the box for Chris Wood. Um, obviously, that comes from your, your wide men. Mm. Um, and for some reason, as much as I'm not a big fan of his at the moment, I think St. Max- Maximum's due something. Because I think it's I think his last input, either with an assist or a goal, I think might have been Watford. Um, it's going far as back. I know he had a couple of games out, but I feel he's due, due a goal. And he has, he has improved slightly, but he is still frustrating. But I fancy him and I'm going to go with Fabian Shea for our goals. No okay. idea why. But 2-1. 2-1. Um, I'm going to go against you boys again. Um, I think this has got 1-1 all over it. I think it'll be a pretty even game. I think it'll be very similar to to the Wolves game. But Wolves didn't really get a chance apart from one great save from Dubravka. I think Dubravka will have, have more work to do this weekend. And I think it'll be a 1-1 draw. And I'll take it. I'll snap my hand off. Four points from, from, obviously, the game against Wolves. And the Leicester game, I think everybody will be in agreement. It's it's a great, obviously, recovery of points that. Well, that's what we were saying last last with the three home games that we had. We would take four points. But now, me just being greedy because we've got the three points early. And because you're in your Newcastle United bedroom full of hope. And, yeah. <laughs> hope. Um, <laughs> just to clarify, once again, everyone that watching, it's the Ben's bedroom. It's not mine. Um, 
say, look, I don't, I don't sleep with teddy bears anymore. <laughs> Mate, you're just Liar. making it look worse because now, this, <laughs> now I'm going to screenshot that bit where you hold your teddy bear. Oh man, <laughs> it's a good job I've come off Bumble and Tinder, then, isn't it? Um, <laughs> um, what was it? What was I even saying? Oh, I because uh, because we got the three points early. I'd be disappointed now if it was only just four points we got from the remaining. T- like, sorry, another point from the the two home games. But um, I'd, I'd take the point, but I would I would think we could edge three. Yeah, I think just to wrap it up, it's going to be another great atmosphere in St James's Park. It's going to be another one where everyone's probably been out in the drink all day as well. So it, it's once again, um, and I think War Flags have got a display planned, and they're struggling. I think one That's of the flags has gone missing. So they're trying to get some last-minute um, organisation in place to get a local um, company and to produce a flag very last-minute. But fingers crossed, they managed to do it. I've got every bit of confidence that they'll, they will manage to do it. They managed to get all the way to Poland and bring a flag back at one stage. So I'm pretty confident the lads will, will, will get sorted there. But I'm looking forward to this one. I really am. I think long gone are the days where we used to dread going into St. James's Park. We used to feel it was more of a chore. And I look forward to each and every game now, no matter who we're playing. We could be playing Manchester City. We could be playing Liverpool at the weekend. I would still be looking forward to going into St. James's Park to see what sort of Newcastle United team are going to turn up. And you can see the physical evidence of the work that Eddie Howe has done. And obviously the confidence within that team is through the roof, despite that that hunting result against um, Spurs. And... You just don't know what could happen on the day. I'm confident this this team could could shock people with any sort of result. Just quickly, when was the last time we lost? Other than Cambridge in the cup, when was the last time we lost in the league at home? Because I genuinely can't. Uh, so the it, that was the fourth consecutive win I think against Wolves at home. But obviously there was a big chunk where we didn't play uh, at St James' Park. We had three away games back to back. Um, we've beat got the result Villa. against Brighton. Oh no, Brighton! Brighton, Brighton. we're going to be Brighton. No, we won't be Brighton. No, no, we'll be Brighton. We'll be homes. We'll be being unbeaten at home in the league in twenty twenty two. Sure, I will. We scored. Did not score two in, in like fifteen minutes against Brighton. Like what am I yeah, talking about? In the in the first fifteen minutes, Chelsea yeah. in October, yeah. I think. Hi, Chelsea, thirtieth of October. It's a, it's a long time. Like, Man, Man City was that December. Oh yeah, didn't even see oh, that. Got absolutely, City, got yeah, absolutely dicked, December. But I think, I think that yeah, was that the was the start of a run, though. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't see it for looking. It's you know, turning St James's Park back into a fortress. It's been a long, long time since we've got to say that. Um, this will probably get clipped when we get beat, but <laughs> <laughs> who cares? <laughs> who cares anymore? Um, thank you very much, boys. It's been a pleasure as always. Any closing words from you? Or we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, Got nothing to say, really. Apart yeah. from like, yeah, all good. Yeah, class. <laughs> we're foreground class. <laughs> we're foreground class. Uh-huh. Right, Don't everyone, screenshot me, teddy bear. I am going to screenshot your teddy bear. And just before <laughs> we end this one, just to let you know, that is Ian's bedroom. Thanks, everybody. Nice. Bye. <laughs>